everybody. This is your Bible session, Talks at the Cross, the official podcast of the Cross Point Church. Very happy once again to be able to share with you the Word of God. You continue to ask for your prayers. We ask you to continue to share, like, and subscribe to our channel. And uh, these Bible snips, these Bible uh, 101 lessons are just with the intent to be able to be a blessing to somebody out there. And we have been touching some very uh, important topics that can help us grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And today, uh, I believe that we are living in time where uh, there is so much chaos in the world. We are approaching uh, different uh, seasons uh, for this world. I believe that this end time, uh, these wars, this war in Ukraine, this pandemic that we are just uh, dealing with, and so many other world events have produced uh, in the relationship of many Christians, a, uh, I would call it a sudden hold. And one of the greatest devices of the enemy is to plant doubt. And today's subject is uh, a subject that I believe is, is something that we need to renew, renew or restore that hunger for God in our lives. And uh, our topic is going to be pursuing God or seeking God, or looking for God, and specifically His presence. We see in Psalms 16, verse 11, where He says, And my presence is the fullness of joy. The presence of God has been at the reach of all believers. Yet, uh, we live in a society where uh, we have been trained, we have been uh, uh, programmed to become uh, independent. And, and by that, I mean we, we start to rely on our own intelligence. We re we're relying on a lot of the technology that exists. And, you know, that old-fashioned seeking of the presence of God has been uh, deemed or has been called fanatical, has been called antiquated. And so uh, when we talk about pursuing God in the pursuit of God, we're talking about being able once again to feel that presence of God. As we read in the fullness of God in the presence, there's fullness of joy. When is the last time you can say that you truly felt the presence of God? And I'm not talking about going to church and, uh, you know, feeling good because the music is to your liking or uh, you know, the, the beat to the drama uh, gets your emotions uh, stirred up. I'm talking about deep down inside feeling the presence of God. And today, that's what we want to talk about, why it's so important this era that we are living in, this season of so much chaos. Uh, you know, there's so much uh, issues out there, mental health issues, sicknesses, emotional stress that is affecting the believers that, you know, we have uh, kind of become so uh, numb to really feel in the presence of God, that even uh, going to church and, and going to church and going home, sometimes even worse than when you came to church, uh, tells you that there was something missing in that uh, service that you went to. Uh, there was, yes, there was a praise. Uh, it was more like a show. Uh, yes, the word was uh, taught or, or preached, but it didn't hit home. You didn't feel, it didn't connect with you. And that's what we want to talk about. 
you know why sometimes uh, we, we need to understand that pursuing God is more than just going to church and sitting in a chair and saying, I went to church. And I believe that it's so important, yes, go to church, but connect with God, feel his holy presence and be able to say, you know, I felt God today in our service. And I, I believe without criticizing anybody that everybody's goal and idea is that to be able to uh, feel God's presence in our worship service and our praise. Uh, and, you know, God bless all the worship singers and, and the musicians and everybody that prepares uh, to to be able to worship God or to lead us in worship and praise. And, and a lot of times, you know, I've said that without anointing, without the presence of God in our singing and our praising God, it, it is just a show. And, you know, it is so sad to say that so many churches uh, are missing the essence of feeling the presence of God in the midst of their services. And this is why today I want to be able to, uh, you know, share with you a few uh, pointers of really going into that uh, uttermost pursuit of God in your life. God has deposited in us, all of us, his creation, his sons and his daughters, a thirst for his presence. When he created man, he breathed the breath of life and he became a living soul. That part of us hungers for God, is thirsty for the presence of God. And in this day and age, I want to tell you with all due respect, if there is a time that we must pursue that intimate presence of God, it is now, my brothers and sisters. We are living in times that if we do not feel more of the presence of God, uh, we're going to be confused. We're going to be attacked. We're going to be discouraged because we are living in times where the enemy is using world events to discourage the, the believer and trusting God. And you know, we must understand that God has given us so many blessings. And one of the greatest uh, things that the enemy takes away uh, from the believer is when the believer starts to not be thankful for what God has given him. It, it, it becomes a self-reliance where you say, well, you know, I work for this. I, I, I struggle for this. And a lot of times the enemy will make you feel that you earned it or that you deserve it. But I, I want to say that the Apostle Paul, the writer to the Hebrews, explained in chapter 10 of the, of the book of Hebrews, there in verse 19 to 23, it, it explains that we can approach the throne of God. We can draw him to him in faith. In other words, we can go into the holy of holies because of what Jesus Christ has done. I hope you understand that is going into the intimate presence of God. And that is so important that when we connect with God, I don't care, there's not a problem, there's not a need that cannot be fulfilled when you are in that presence of God. My question today is, do you know how to pursue God in that level? You know, and I'm not talking about just going to church. I'm not talking about saying, well, I heard a good song and it gave me goosebumps. I'm talking a little bit more profound than that. And I'm talking about, uh, yes, we understand that we all can say that we seek God, but I'm talking about a, a little bit more of the profound presence of God in our lives. It is so much needed in this time and age that we live. I'm gonna to try to give you a few pointers. And one of the greatest things I wanna start with, number one, 
is that we must make time or set a time uh, to be able to uh, feel the presence of God. In other words, uh, I've always said this, and I remember uh, a great man of God uh, would tell me, uh, Bishop, uh, you, you must learn to make an appointment with God. And, and I, as through the years in my ministry, I realized that yes, we need to make an appointment and say, you know what, I'm going to set aside some times to be with God, to, to listen to God. And, and it's not a monologue. It's not just talking to God, but it's being able to set aside uh, either at the beginning and even at the end of your day to be able to say, I, I, I need you, Lord. I need to feel your presence. I am going through some things in my life. Uh, this day was a heavy day and discuss it with God and his presence. And you know, one of the greatest things that the Bible tells us that we, if we seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness, everything else shall be added. My question is, sometimes we're so busy and so busy that we don't have time to, to, to set aside some time to feel the presence of God. And you know, uh, I've always said that sometimes feeling the presence of God, it doesn't happen instantly. It takes time for you to connect, to settle down and let your spirit connect with the spirit of God and let his spirit invade your soul and you start to feel that fullness of joy. You start to feel that peace. You start to feel that strength because God invades your heart with his presence. Oh, I don't know if somebody knows what I'm talking about. Now, also, I, I say this without due respect. And number two, I would say that we do need to make a conscious choice. God is not gonna force himself upon your life. You need to want it. You need to seek it. You need to pursue it. You, you need to inquire of it. You, you, you need to look for, make a conscious choice of saying, I need God in my life. I need to find his presence. I, I, I want to make time. I want to give him time. I, and that's a conscious choice means that you put aside everything else and say, okay, God, I will make a, a choice to feel your presence. And we're able to meet God when we start to examine ourselves and, and discover that we inside of us are wired to feel his presence. And when you connect with his presence, your body, soul, and spirit, it, it becomes so connected to God that you feel uh, at peace. You feel uh, at ease because you realize that you are feeling the presence of your savior, your creator. Number three, sometimes there's obstacles that we need to identify, that we need to remove from our, our daily lives, our heart, mind, and soul. Sometimes we're so worried about uh, other things that we forget that we need to remove our anxious uh, worries, our, our burdens, and we need to pursue God uh, and say, God, I, I identify. I've been worrying too much about this. Or, or sometimes even actions that we are uh, doing that don't give us the time to go and pursue the presence of God. So today I'm talking about going into that, you know, that secret place, that dwelling place of the presence of God. And when you start to identify that you need uh, to make way for the presence of God 
and whatever might be inside of your heart, mind, and soul, standing in the way of letting God invade your heart and mind and soul, uh, we need to uh, make that decision to say, Lord, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, take that. I want you to take this away from me. Number four, I say, with all due respect, we need to build upon ourselves uh, a habit of expressing gratitude to God. You know, with all due respect, sometimes we forget to thank God because it comes so, uh, we're so blessed in abundance. We're, we're so, uh, we have so much things that God gives us that we forget to express our gratitude toward God. And that can stand in the way of you feeling the presence of God. But you become, a pride will sneak in and you sometimes even uh, express, I work for this, uh, I, I, you know, I earned this, I deserve it. And I've you know, done this. And some people will even brag, I've been in the churches. You know, I work with my father, I work with my mother. And, and you know, sometimes we forget that God owes man nothing. And by his grace and mercy, we are not consumed. The Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags before his holy presence. So we must have a, a, an expression of gratitude toward God at all times. And sometimes the lack of expressing gratitude is what stands in the way of us really pursuing and feeling the presence of God. You become self-righteous, you become prideful, and you think that you don't need to humble yourself. And this is where, uh, when we become, uh, uh, we need to ask God to give us that spirit of gratitude, that humbleness in our life to be able to be thankful for all things that he gives us, small and great. Just the fact that we are breathing, the breath that he gives us is a reason to be thankful. So pursuing God, we have to build these things around ourselves so the enemy will not rob us of the great blessing of feeling the presence of God. You know, it is so beautiful when inside of you you can say, I feel God. Yes, his presence will make you cry. Yes, his presence will make you shout. The presence of God is so marvelous, so great that sometimes you don't even, our body, our physical body and mind does not really know how to express it. Once again, I've always said, we need to go back to basics. God's word is, and we need to read God's word with the purpose of knowing God. You know, so many people, and you know, without due respect, read the word and, and they use it uh, an apologetic a way to be able to uh, you know, defend their beliefs. And sometimes, you know, that's not the purpose of God's word. The purpose of God's word is so it can be a light to our path, a lamp to our path. And sometimes we need that word to be uh, become rema, become alive and speak to us directly to our soul in order for us to feel his presence. So pursuing God involves also God's word going back to basics and reading his word and asking God, speak to me, God. I need to hear your voice through your word. That word is for me. Uh, sometimes we say, well, that's a good word for my brother or for my sister. And we, we bypass it. We don't let it reach down and touch us. You know, sometimes uh, 
we have a, a generation now, Generation X and Generation T, where they have so much technology that sometimes, you know, somebody said, brother, when I want God to speak to me, I Google it. I want to tell you something. Google cannot take the place of the Holy Spirit in your life. With all due respect, and I like Google, and I like the other search engines, but there's nothing like going to the Holy Ghost and telling God, I need you to speak to me. And when we learn to uh, program ourselves to pursue God in the right perspective, all of a sudden, God will show up in our lives. And by that, I mean, he will show up in a way that you, uh, as we had read in our starting, our, our foundation of scripture, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. It, the human aspect of every human being is he, he wants to feel joy. He wants to feel happiness. And sometimes we pursue it in different avenues, but not realizing that, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. When you feel the presence of God, you will feel what true love is and true joy is. So many people out there are starving for attention, are out there with emptiness in their life, suffering because they have not let the presence of God invade totally their lives. And by that, I'm not, I'm not asking you to become a fanatic. And this is why another reason that we don't feel the presence of God and we become so legalistic that sometimes we feel that only certain people can feel the presence of God. And we start to build up stereotypes of the people that can feel the presence of God. But I want to tell you that in my pastoral ministry and my ministry across the world, God has showed up in people that you did not expect God to bless, to touch, and to use for his honor, for his glory. And you know, sometimes this is where we must let the presence of God bring true joy to our life. And you know, we become sometimes legalistic and judgmental of others, that we don't let the presence of God invade our heart. We're so critical of others that we're judging as the Pharisees and Sadducees, judging our brothers and sisters and not understanding that that could be the reason we, we see the sin, we see the splinter, but we don't see the, the beam in our lives. And we, we, the devil robs us because we become judgmental and we lose the aspect of perspective that God's love looks beyond all of that and he wants to bless us. He wants us to feel his presence. So uh, learning that the, the joyful, the, the joy that God wants us to experience in all circumstances. Did you hear what I said? God's presence will make you feel joy in all circumstances. Let me explain a little bit about that. We see that sometimes in James, it says that we must count it all joy when we go through, through diverse trials. God is trying to let us know that with his presence in our lives, no matter what you're going through, you will be able to feel the presence of God. And it is so important that we learn this because we are living in times where we need more of his presence in our daily lives. And I'm not talking only in the four walls of the church. I'm talking about your personal life, your relationship at home, at work, as you travel, wherever you might be, you can feel the presence of God. God is omnipresence. And this is something that 
Uh, you know, we sometimes think that the only place you can feel the presence of God is at church. And somebody has made even a, a wrong description that the presence of God is only found in churches. And you know, a lot of times uh, that's what the enemy wants you to feel. But I want you to understand that you can feel the presence of God wherever you're at. God wants an open heart. God wants a humble heart to manifest his presence. So feeling a joyful aspect in all circumstances is fully the presence of God. I want to say that the psalmist realized that there's something powerful about entering through his gates with thanksgiving and with praise in our mouth. So feeling the presence of God cannot be ushered in by any other way but by praising and worshiping God. So that is where we must understand that we must learn to praise and worship God in any circumstance that we're at. We must learn to praise and worship God no matter what. And sometimes even through tears. I don't know if anybody knows some of the most beautiful aspects of the presence of God is when you feel your heart is broken and you feel tears streaming down your cheeks. But in the midst of those tears, you start to feel the presence, the comfort, the, the strength of God. And you realize God showed up in the middle of my praise, even though it's coming out with tears. I didn't know how I was going to do or what I was going to do. But all of a sudden, I just started to praise and worship my God, and His presence showed up. God dwells in the midst of His praises. And the Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. And that means He inhabits. In other words, He dwells. He's there when you praise God. So that is a very important aspect of feeling the presence of God and seeking and pursuing that in our lives. We all need more of that presence of God. Sometimes we have things in our heart that have become, have stand in the way. They have become idols. They take the place of God. And it could be our jobs, it could be our families, it could be our money, it could be our future, it could be so many things. Oh, but when you realize that none of those things are as important as what God has given us, the forgiveness of our sin, this great salvation, and the great opportunity to feel His presence. And, you know, it, it is so sad that so many Christians have lost this idea and, and the scope of being able to feel the presence of God. You know, they get satisfied with a little emotion and they feel that that's enough. Well, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about going deeper than just emotions. I want to talk to you about going into the Holy of Holies and freeing Almighty God in your life. Why it's so important, especially in this chaos that we live in, we need more of God in our lives. And if there is a time to pursue God, it is now, my brothers and my sisters. The church has lost a lot of people because we have forgotten that without the presence of God in our activities, you might have the best mics, you might have the best uh, 
you know, shows and uh, screens and uh, PA systems and computer software, all that is good and dandy. But if the presence of God it is not in the midst of your praises and your worship, all that is not of any kind of value. Oh, but it's so good when you can go down and you don't might not have everything on uh, uh, top of the line, but, but God is there. God was there. He showed up. I have been able to travel as a missionary to many countries. And I have seen, especially in Africa, in third world countries, where you know they don't even have a PA system. They don't even have, they have uh, the, the probably uh, the less uh, modern equipment and modern instruments. The last uh, one of the greatest impressions I got with one of the visits that I did to uh, Guinea Equatorial, Africa, in Malabo. I, I recall that uh, we were invited to go preach at a church, and as we were approaching the church, we were walking by foot. I heard. Uh, uh, some music, and, and I thought it, it sounded like a whole orchestra. Sounded like there was a keyboard there. It sounded like there was percussion. It sounded like there was brass there. But when we get there, we saw a, a young man sitting on a drum, and he was just sitting. But all oh, that music that was coming out of that drum was so heavenly that the presence of God was invading every heart there. You saw people praising, you saw people uh, worshiping God, you saw people crying, you saw people with their hands lifted up, praising God. And I realized that they didn't even have a full orchestra. They didn't even have microphone, but they had the presence of God. Talk about life-changing experiences. And I wanna go back and encourage you to pursue the true presence of God. Ask yourself, am I really feeling God? Or is this emotions only? And a lot of times our emotions uh, will uh, mix us up about, is it really God that I'm feeling? You know, I had somebody tell me when I feel God, I don't have nothing else but to feel like crying. I feel, and I said, there's nothing wrong with that because the presence of God will make you feel so good, make you feel so at peace, will bring a joy, an unspeakable joy that sometimes you can't even explain it with words. Now, one of the greatest things about feeling the presence or pursuing the presence of God, we must learn to surrender all areas of our life to His perfect will. And I think that's the hardest part, that sometimes, yes, we do surrender some of them, but our pride sometimes will stand in the way of surrendering all to God. Sometimes we, we need to be reminded that God has to be first. And sometimes we, we put God in second place. We want the recognition and nobody else can participate in our activities. We want to be on the spotlight. We want to be, uh, you know, our, our eyes on us. And sometimes that will take away from you feeling the true presence of God. I know that this is hard to receive for some of you, but God is speaking to you. He cannot share his glory with no one. So I want you to understand that in order for us to be able to pursue the true presence of God, we must surrender all areas of our life. And that includes sometimes that areas where our pride involves. Yes, I realize that sometimes we have a lot of talent. 
Some of us are good singers. Some of us are good musicians. Some of us are good preachers. Uh, some of us are good teachers. Some of us are good organizers. But all that, if it is not to give God the glory, the pursuit of His presence becomes second place in our lives. And God cannot share His glory with anybody. God loves to bless His people. And we must always understand this. I want to come to a close. So remember, we must surrender our areas of our life to His perfect will. And the last thing that I want you to remember this, we must pray for the eyes to see the evidence of His presence. In the Old Testament, the smoke would fill the temple. That was a sign that God has showed up. Now, yes, it could happen, but it doesn't happen that way anymore. And now it's a, a, a inner feeling that we can all feel in the collective aspect. Try close today. Here it is time to pursue God and His presence. The world is full of chaos. We need that all the, of our uh, essence feel the presence of God. My brother, my sister, I encourage you to pursue God's presence more in your life. I encourage you. He's available. He wants to bless you. He wants to help you. He wants to uh, fulfill your emptiness. He wants to save your life. He wants to restore you. Give him an opportunity. Let him invade your heart. In Jesus' name, we come to a close and we ask you to continue to pray for Talks at the Cross. And don't forget to listen to our daily devotion where scripture is read and a small prayer is made every morning. Uh, we ask you to uh, connect with us through our daily devotion. May God bless you till next Monday. May God be with you.